Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore, and once again, very thankful to have our special guest back with us, CEO of the ministry here in Israel, Abundant Bread of Salvation, Brian Slater. Brian, welcome back to Watch Therefore. Amen. Thank you. Good to be back here with you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what things are on your heart? Of course, share with our viewers. There may be some who have never seen you before. Share with them what you do here. And, uh, and then what's on your heart for today? Yes, well, um, my heart is his heart Hallelujah. to serve the poor and needy here in Israel. Um, that includes widows, orphans, Holocaust survivors, uh, brand new Russian and Ethiopian immigrants that have just come to the land, and uh, native Sabra Israelis that were born here. So we do the, these things in the most practical ways mm -hmm. of helping them um, with, with food and clothing and trips. And so uh, one of the main things that I want to share with our audience today that's so close to my heart, yes. and I know it's the Father's heart, Amen. is our precious orphans. Yeah. You know, these, uh, we have several orphan projects as we... One of our projects that we love to do is serve and provide for the orphan children, Dove, yeah, in Israel. Good. And, uh, you know, they're empty and without hope. And um, because of losing their homes and, and the parental stability, and we as Abundant Bread of Salvation are able to go in and bring hope. That's right. And we do prayer walks when we walk through these orphanages. What a blessing. You know, and we ask the Father to break down the walls of, of emotional brokenness and spiritual brokenness and, and, and religiosity and all of these things that uh, abuse that they go through in order for them to get to these homes. And, and of course, many of them are just with no parent, parents mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, the, the solution that we have as a ministry is based upon the Word of God. Amen. In Proverbs 19, 17, it says, Whoever is kind to the poor and lends to the Lord, and he will reward them in return. Yeah, amen. And so this applies for both you watching and us that are on the front line serving them, though. That's right. 
That's right. It's a good work. It's a blessed work. And there are so many places in the scriptures that talk about pure and undefiled religion. You've got something from James chapter 1 there, don't you? Yes, we do. We do. In, in James 1.27, you know, it says action, uh, religion that God our Father accepts is blessing and helping the orphans. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. And you know, uh, uh, a commonly used biblical term for orphans in the scriptures is the fatherless, the fatherless. And, and, and so we have a, a witness in the Hebrew scriptures along with the New Covenant scriptures there. In James, we have Psalm 68 that says this, a father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. It is his holy character Amen. to be a father to yes. the fatherless. Yes. And he loves them. He loves them with a tremendous and overwhelming love. And he wants us to show them how much he loves them. Amen, Dolph. And I want to share a little bit about the projects that we do as well. Yeah, come on. We love to participate in practically helping these orphans because yes. they need the love of God just as much as they need the practical care mm -hmm. and compassion. And um, we do this uh, in, in ways that we, we help these precious orphans receive practical help through Abundant Bread of Salvation. Um, I just love to visit with them and provide new bed sets every year. We're, we're giving them new bed sets now as, as we're going to be starting the new school year mm -hmm. and, and new towels. And uh, we, we let, let them have the most quality bed sets mm -hmm. that uh, just make them smile. And e even the, the, the directors there, they feel the material. They want to make sure that it feels good, good that you. they have the best quality material. And um, we also help to provide support for their um, uh, field trips. Oh, that's when, great. When they go on field trips so that they can get out of these orphanages and, and visit this beautiful land of Israel yeah. and the sites that they many times uh, can't see or don't see because they don't have the finances to do that mm -hmm. or the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we also pray for their salvation. Yeah. and that the Lord open their eyes, that they can see him, that they can dream about him, and Hallelujah. that they will know him and the power of his resurrection. Oh, Amen. that's so powerful. It's so powerful. And you know, there are restrictions in Israel uh, with regard to sharing the gospel with children, and we, we, we have to honor those laws, yes? Absolutely. At the same time, there's nothing that stops Messiah Yeshua from answering prayer. Amen. And we can pray for these precious ones, and he can visit them personally. And, you know, there are countries that are much more closed, certainly, than Israel, not only with children, but adults, yeah? yeah? But they're not close to visitations. The Lord can visit these precious ones. And in closed Muslim countries, there's testimonies of the Lord visiting precious uh, ones in dreams and in visions. And remember... That's our prayer. Remember little Samuel. Remember little Samuel. He was laying in bed... And the Lord called out to him, Samuel, Samuel, yeah? And our prayers may bring the Lord right to their bedsides. 
in these new beds and bed sheets you bought them. Now, man. Amen, amen. Yeah. Literally, to provide for them a, a comfortable place to receive visions of him. That's right. Why Amen? not? Why not? Amen. Yeah. Amen. So very good. Hallelujah. So, so for those who want to take action today, what can folks do? Because, you know, you've heard these opportunities and, and may the Holy Spirit raise up those who are watching today to take action today. What should they do? Yes, please um, sign up for our prayer letter. We uh, have in these prayer letters, uh, every month we send them and they're provided with the abundant outreaches that we're doing every month. And um, on top of that, your prayers are essential as everything we do needs to be bathed in prayer. And then uh, financially, we absolutely could not do this work without your financial assistance. So please, as you pray and ask the Lord, we ask you to um, ask Him what you would do to be able to come alongside of us and help us to support these projects and many more that uh, I shared with you here today. Yeah, it's very good, Brian. And and I want to say this, that uh, because of this global virus situation, uh, tourism to Israel is shut down, has been for quite some time, yeah? And so you may not be able to come over here and show these precious children God's love personally, but your prayers can travel internationally still, right? Amen. Without a mask. <laughs> and, and your financial partnership means so much right now. So you can pray and you can give, and Brian will do the going to these precious children. That's right. Yeah. They need us so bad. That's right. That's right. And I, we believe firmly, and there are people watching who believe firmly, that the Lord, His ears are open to our prayers, and His love for these children will break any barrier. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so we have some instructions we're going to share with you in just a moment for those who would like to financially participate. And, and, and I really do encourage everyone to get those newsletters. Yeah, Brian, it's been a blessing to have you on the program as always. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. You're welcome, you're welcome. Remember, watch Therefore Be Ready and listen to these instructions, amen? For those in the U.S., please make your tax-deductible gift payable to Blessing Israeli Believers. And be sure to write ABOS in the memo or notes section of your check or money order. For all online gifts, be sure to note ABOS in the comment section. To send donations directly to Abundant Bread, make checks payable to Abundant Bread of Salvation and send directly to Israel at the address on your screen. Or give online at www.abundantbread.com. If you have any questions, please contact Brian at abundantbread.com. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a Savior 
in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And I'm so thankful to be sitting in front of the water on which our Savior walked, the Sea of Galilee. You know, the Bible says in Romans 1.16, the Apostle Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. And of course, blessing Israeli believers is our to the Jew first ministry and poured out for the nations is our and then to the Greek or then to the Gentiles ministry. And we heard from one of our blessing Israeli believers partners in the first part of the program. So now it's fitting that we go to our poured out for the nations segment as I give a missions update from this summer. What a special summer missions outreach it was certainly different than I had expected. And there's a, a couple passages that really drove our missions uh, philosophy and, and program and outreach this summer. The first one is in Matthew 28. Our resurrected Savior Jesus is speaking. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And there's also something very special from the end of the passage we'll talk about before the end of this program. But first, let me read the second passage uh, that was really so instrumental this whole year and in our summer outreach. 
2 Timothy chapter 2, the Apostle Paul writes his precious disciple Timothy, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So our Savior Jesus, he's commanded us to go out with the gospel, to go out with the discipleship of the scriptures, and to teach his word, those things he's commanded in his word. And uh, Paul was not only making Timothy a disciple, he was making Timothy a disciple maker. Yes, although this is the home run of discipleship and Messiah, Messiah Jesus, uh, making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. Well, I want to share with you, we had this planned Congo the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC outreach, big outreach planned in July. There's a special part of the Congo I was going to fly to, meeting with three other pastors, one of them uh, my translator in the Congo. We've had such exciting experiences in the DRC. We've seen so many people get saved, and I'm working with these very special church planting pastors. We had this huge outreach plan, gospel preaching, pastors' conferences, church meetings, all kinds of stuff. And then, as the time drew closer, the COVID restrictions closed in on us in the DRC, and we had to cancel these meetings we'd been prayerfully planning for months. And, and it looked like to me that a door was opening from the Lord for me to go to Rwanda and preach there. And, you know, we have our our... our our partners in Rwanda, we've been doing these pastors' conferences, and I've gone there preaching. We saw uh, 200 prostitutes stand up and pray to receive Jesus as the Lord, and then we have our ministry partners in Rwanda that are discipling them, and they're really going on with the Lord. It's just amazing the things we have going on there, and that's just a few examples. So I was excited about going to Rwanda, and as I was getting ready to go there, the restrictions from the virus shut things down there as well. And I, I didn't get discouraged. I just cried out to the Lord and said, Lord, what's your plan? Um, I want to know these doors have shut. Are there doors you're going to open? And myself and ministry partners in Rwanda, we felt very strongly, along with some of the board members of our ministry and prayer partners along with our ministry, we all were bearing witness that the pastor's conferences in Rwanda uh, online was the way to go. And we've been doing these all year, all year now and had reached many pastors. And we doubled and even tripled up on these conferences this summer. Oh, it's been amazing. It's been so special. Oh, hallelujah. And so basically, uh, 50 pastors come to a church. Uh, there's a special uh, internet service set up uh, and things that we do to bolster and strengthen the internet there in Rwanda. And we have refreshments for them for during the breaks. And uh, we have a, I have a translator that translates. They project me up on the screen. And uh, it's just been amazing. The Lord really provided because each conference costs three to $400 depending on how much travel is associated with it with our partners who organize the conference. And uh, all I can say is the Holy Spirit came down. And it was just so exciting. The fruit from these conferences, well, I'm going to share just a little bit. Yeah. For one thing, it's a four and a half hour conference. And 
And you would think that, you know, okay, it's Bible teaching and it's good and it's important, but it, exciting? Yes. The Spirit of the Lord showed up and it was so exciting to watch these pastors come alive with the things I was sharing with them. And that's what I want to tell you about. What was I sharing with them? Well, covenant, the Lord's covenants in his word, and prophecy. The Lord's covenants are his promises to his people. Bible prophecy is the way the Lord has decided to keep those promises. And the big one-two punch at the end is the watch therefore message, watching for the coming of the Lord. You see, these pastors had never heard, and, and maybe you're watching and you haven't heard this too, and that's why you don't know really what's going on right now. So many disciples of Messiah Jesus, including pastors, just don't know what God's doing all around us. They, they're very frightened. They're, they're all shook up about all the trouble. But see, if, if you understand the Lord's covenant promises to Israel and the church and the way he has decided to keep those promises in Bible prophecy, you see everything's not falling apart. Everything's coming together. Each puzzle piece is being put in place just as the Lord writes in his word. And to the contrary of being afraid, we should, we should have great courage. We should be overcoming and we should be watching for the Lord because all these things are signs that he's coming for us, that he's prepared a place for us. In this generation, he's coming for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. That's what his word prompts. Well, how can you say that? Because he says in the fig tree generation, the generation that sees all these things surrounding Israel taking place with all the other signs that I talk about on the program frequently, and I certainly talked about in these conferences, these pastors would just woke up. They just woke up to what's really going on all around them. They'd never heard these things before. And, and I was able to just watch them come alive. And, and, and so where we were doing, uh, starting in January, we were doing one conference a week. In the summer, this summer, we were doing two and three conferences a week. Oh, hallelujah. We've reached over a thousand pastors with these conferences across Rwanda. And we're wanting to reach another thousand before the year is out. And, and folks, we're challenging these pastors to full revival. Why is that? Well, when I first started going to Rwanda, gosh, 2007-ish, when I would come to the churches, the Spirit of the Lord was filling uh, the, our brothers and sisters in Christ. The room was filled with His presence. When the choir would look out to the, the church when they were singing and praising the Lord, they would see joyful faces lit up with our Savior Jesus, and everyone was so excited. Yeah, and that makes the choir's job really easy to, to praise the Lord. But I, I challenged these pastors and I told them, as I've been going to Rwanda lately, and churches in America, and churches in other places, when the choir would look out and, and be praising the Lord, they would see this. That's what it's been like lately compared to how it used to be. Yeah, and even on their phones, on the internet, and, and, and looking at their phones. And the pastors began to get convicted. And I would share with them from the book of Revelation, chapters two and three, where the Lord speaks to seven churches. Five of them he rebukes, and he holds the pastor 
responsible and accountable for the condition of the churches. Why? And I talked to them about each church. For example, the church that lost its first love is because they probably had a pastor who lost his first love. And they go on down through the way the Lord rebukes those churches and say, because the pastor probably is, is like this and they're a reflection of the leadership of the church. Oh, and the pastors in these conferences, they begin crying out to the Lord and asking for forgiveness and recognizing the Lord's coming for us any moment. And I'm supposed to be making disciples who are watching for him to come and who are ready. And they just get repentant and they get right with God. And it's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. And hallelujah. And hallelujah. And so, again, 2 Timothy 2. And the things that you've heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And so I just want to say I'm very thankful to many of our Watch Therefore partners who prayerfully and financially have been partnering with our summer outreach. And, and we've had to make adjustments but they've been very fruitful adjustments because if we can reach these pastors, and we are, we can reach whole churches across the whole country of Rwanda. Yeah, it's a small country. I'm, I'm guessing somewhere around maybe 10, 11, 12 million people. But when they catch fire for our Savior Jesus, our Abba Father is going to be smiling in heaven and we're going to be part of it together. Now, there's something I want to, I want to look at from Matthew 28. And I share it with these pastors. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, till when? Even to the end of the age, amen. We are at the end of the age, folks. And as I teach the pastors from 2 Samuel 7 and through blind Bartimaeus, when Jesus went to Jericho and he cried out, O son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus the Lord is the son of David. What does this mean? The end of this age is when the son of David, Jesus Christ, comes and sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem. It's a two-hour drive that way, folks. Jerusalem is. Are you ready? Are you ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for us? That you might return with us then to the earth when King Jesus takes up his throne at the end of this age in this generation? What do I need to get ready? Recognize that you've sinned against God and he loves you and he doesn't want you to go to this real place called hell. And he sent Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for your sins. And hallelujah, he was buried and on the third day he rose from the grave. He's God the Son, the Son of God. Crowd to him, O Jesus, Lord, save me and help me to be ready when you come for us. Oh, hallelujah. If you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature right now to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. Oh, Father, bless everyone watching today. May we hear from you, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And for everyone who's watching, more than ever, remember, watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv.
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore.